With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Coffee in the Word. I'm Sherry Poundstone, your host. And this morning we're going to be talking about forgiveness. We're in Lesson 5 of Becoming a Woman of Character. Now if you don't have your book yet, you can get it from Amazon.com. Just look up Becoming a Woman of Character by Sherry Poundstone. And it's a 12-week Bible study. It's designed for you to do as a group or individually. You can do it either way. If you want to be part of a Focus Home Group, you can let us know at uh, Focus International. Find us on Facebook, or you can email us at info at focuswomen.org, and we'll get you the information so that if you're doing the study on your own or as a group, you can still participate on Facebook with women from all over the world that are also doing the study. So it's really fun, and it gives us you know, a perspective from other women and um, just a place to discuss. So I'm going to pray, and we're going to get going on a lesson. Lord Jesus, I thank you this morning for this technology, and I thank you for the opportunity to speak your word. Lord, I ask that you move me out of the way and speak through me on this particular subject, which is so critical to us as Christ followers in Jesus' name. Well, I think I always start out, because I teach a lot on forgiveness. This is a common lesson for me because it's something that I needed to learn so much in my life, and I believe that that's why it's, it's kind of a calling card for me and for Coffee in the Word. But I always start out with this. What do you think when you hear the word forgiveness? Does it bring to mind people, places, or things that hurt you, or do you get that sick feeling in your stomach thinking how you'll never forgive that person for what they did or said? Um, those are common reactions until we understand forgiveness and how God instructs us in the area, uh, in this area. Because, you know, the word of truth, God's word, tells us exactly how to respond and what action to take. And I'm going to start with Matthew 6, 14 and 15, and it says this. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. And then Mark 11, 25 and 26. I love this one. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. So is forgiveness a choice? Well, I always say yes and no. Yes, forgiveness happens through a decision of our will. In other words, we make the choice to forgive. And uh, if we do, then we're re- responding and being in o- uh, uh, acting in obedience to God and his command to forgive. But no, because according to scriptures, we have no choice. But what I really want to say, I don't want that to be confusing. We may choose not to forgive, but that's a choice that we make with our free will, and that's disobedience. So yes and no. Yes, forgiveness is a decision that we make and an action we take. So we do have that choice, and no, we don't have a choice because the Word tells us. And I don't mean that to be uh, to seem confusing or contradictory. I think it's just really we need to really understand that even though the Lord is telling us that, we still have that free will. And we still have to make the decision to forgive. You know, God forgives us our sins as we forgive others who've sinned against us. 
adopt a lifestyle of forgiving others. This is so important to becoming a woman of character. Make it part of your daily prayers. Make it a habit. You know, there's a saying that's going around I've seen on social media that says forgiveness is a given, but um, trust, rebuilding trust takes time. I think that's true. And so we're going to talk about what forgiveness is not because I do believe it's still out there that if we forgive, we're saying uh, that it's okay, that whatever happened to us happened to us. So forgiveness is not condoning what was done to us. When we forgive someone, we're not saying that he, what he or she did was okay, and we're not giving them permission to repeat the offense. You know, we can set healthy boundaries in that area. Forgiveness is not uh, denial. You know, a lot of times I think people just either consciously or unconsciously, subconsciously I should say, denial is um, saying something didn't happen. They think if I just don't recognize it, then that's forgiveness, but it's not. Denying the facts or the incident, pretending it didn't happen, is not forgiveness. We do not need to live in the past or wallow in the offense, but we do need to recognize and acknowledge that it happened. Forgetting is not forgiving. However, when we forgive, we will eventually forget or at least we will recall the incident without emotion. So, you know, sometimes walking in denial, we think, well, if I just don't recognize it, if I just don't acknowledge it, then I forgive him, but that's not true. And forgiveness is also not putting on a show. Now, I use that phrase because I see this a lot in church. Um, Because we're Christians, we're Christ followers, we know we're supposed to forgive, so we'll pretend that we have forgiven. When in our hearts we know good and well we haven't done that. So saying we forgive someone when we have no intention of doing so is pretense. It means nothing, and it's actually very detrimental. I think if we're honest about the challenge that we all have in forgiving, it helps others around us. Um, If we just uh, pretend that we've done it, that's not going to help anybody, and it's certainly damaging you or myself if I do that. So how do we forgive when we don't feel like it? Because there's many times we just don't want to. We don't want to forgive. But we just have to trust the Holy Spirit, and we need to have faith that he'll give us the ability to truly forgive. Because, you know, we don't do anything on our own. This forgiveness thing cannot be done on our own. This is strictly what Holy Spirit gives us strength to do. So we forgive by faith out of obedience to God, because that was our instruction, whether we feel like it or not, and we have faith that Holy Spirit will complete the work. You know, God honors our commitment and our decisions to obey him. He sees our heart. He knows if we're sincere. He knows if we're really choosing to forgive. And we must continue to forgive by faith until the work of forgiveness is done in our hearts. So in other words, we are going to say, by faith, God, I forgive. And even if we feel like, okay, that's not completely done yet, Holy Spirit is going to give us what we need to complete that work in our hearts. So we need to choose to forgive and then trust that Holy Spirit is going to give us what we need to actually get that forgiveness done. You know, I always say it's like an onion, forgiveness is often like an onion. You peel one layer, then there's another layer, and you peel another layer. And you can even think, and and we can even think that we are completely free of that, that we have completely forgiven. And then something will happen, and it will just maybe be another layer peeled off, and we need to work on that. And that's where Holy Spirit gives us what we need to do to get that done. So how will I know when we're truly when I'm truly forgiven? I get this... Um, what, Many questions like this come up when I'm mentoring women, but this one is, how do I know I've really forgiven? Well, I want to quote Corrie Ten Boom. She was a Christian woman who survived a Nazi concentration camp during the Holocaust, and she said this, forgiveness is to set a prisoner free and to realize that the prisoner was you. You know, we're going to know the work of forgiveness is complete 
when we can experience the freedom that comes as a result. And there is freedom in this. We don't forgive for the other people. We forgive for ourselves to be free of that bitterness or that uh, that unforgiveness that will follow us around. So we're the ones who suffer most when we choose not to forgive. We're also going to be the ones that are going to experience the freedom when we do choose to forgive. So when we do forgive, the Lord sets our hearts free from the anger, the bitterness, the resentment, and hurt. And I bet everyone listening can recognize or relate to those particular things. When we haven't forgiven someone, we become angry, we become bitter, we can resent them, and and we're hurt. And so that will imprison us, and forgiveness will open those doors and set us free. Now, it's often a slow or a gradual process, but it also can be immediate. You know, here's the deal. When we're forgiving, the offender, the person who did something to us or said something about us, may not even realize that they did it because it's not about them. It's only about us. It's that process or immediate uh, freedom that comes from forgiving. You know, there are things that will still come up. I want to I want to go back to this for just a minute because I think it's so important. I do hear this often. There are things that will still come up, but uh, a memory or whatever, but it won't occupy or obsess our thoughts. In other words, if we've forgiven or if we're really in the process of forgiving, we might remember it and there might be things that trigger the incident, but we're going to find that we are beginning to be free uh, from all of the emotion connected to it. So we have to choose to forgive the offender. If you forgive those who sin against you, your Heavenly Father will forgive you, Matthew 6.14. We just read that earlier. I'm going to advise you and ask you to really go to prayer if you're finding unforgiveness, that you will get the strength that God will give you exactly what you need to forgive often and forgive without conditions. There are no conditions to the forgiveness. Oftentimes, the person that has offended us doesn't even know they have And so forgiveness is not dependent on an apology or an admission from another. Um, So a lot of times, again, when I mentor women, they'll say, well, I'll forgive them if they apologize. I will forgive them if they say they're sorry and it was a bad thing to do. No, it has nothing to do with that. So we have to give up the idea of avenging the offense. In other words, it's not our job to punish that person, to avenge the wrong. It isn't. In Proverbs 20, 22, The scriptures say, don't say, I will get even for this wrong. Wait for the Lord to handle the matter. And he will handle the matter. The other thing is we need to pray for the Lord to reveal all truth. So when we're in the midst of forgiveness, when we're working through an incident that happened or words that were spoken over us, whatever it might be, we need to ask him to reveal all truth because there is always, or except for child abuse and certain kinds of, you know, um, grievous, Um, uh, crimes, there is always truth on both sides. And so I think that it's really important that we ask God to reveal um, all the truth, and then we need to ask God to help us understand our part, if there was one. Now, again, there are certain crimes and attacks on uh, uh, physical attacks and things like that that we might not have had anything to do with. But when we're talking about just emotional or um, a relationship-type forgiveness that's needed, we need to be ready to see the truth about our part. And I'll just give you a brief example. Many years ago, there was an offense that I took, an offense uh, from a group of people, and I asked the Lord, show me the truth, reveal all the truth. And he began to reveal the truth about my part in it. And I was like, whoa, I had a part in this? And I was actually very surprised. And then I realized 
that God was showing me exactly what I asked for, all truth, both sides. And so it was really educational uh, for me to go, okay, when you ask for that, when you pray for that, you're going to get it. So we have to be ready to hear that and to work with it and, and to have God show us what we can do differently. You need to pray and take the Lord's hand. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. That's James 4.10. You know, the Lord will lift us up out of our unforgiveness, out of our offense, out of that pit that we can put ourselves in and allow us to be free. But we do have to take his hand. We have to humble ourselves and say, Lord, I want out of this pit of offense. I don't want to walk around with this unforgiveness, this burden in my spirit and my soul. Take action if the Lord instructs you to do so. So, so sometimes, uh, a lot of times, um, I, and, and for my personal life, I'm just going to say many times, most of the time, I don't do anything. I forgive and there's no action to take. But there are times when God will instruct us to forgive someone through a letter, an email, or a text, then you must do it, right? But it's not always the case. And the person, again, might not even know that they have offended you, so an email, a text, a phone call, a visit might even just throw things into worse, uh, a worse situation. So be sure that you have prayed and asked the Lord to instruct you what to do if he wants you to take an action specifically. What is that action, Lord? And, you know, so forgiving someone is ultimately between us and God, um, but there may be an action that needs to be taken with that third party. Pursue any unforgiveness in your life and begin to forgive. And I think this is the one thing I want to leave you with today is go to prayer. Ask the Lord to reveal any unforgiveness in your heart, any offense that you're holding on to to any person. And he will do that. If we ask, he will show us. And then the immediate thing is begin to forgive out of obedience to him and ask him to help. Ask him to help you um, really let it go and really forgive that person and walk free. The freedom is yours in this. The freedom is not about the other person. Well, I'm at the end of my time. I want to thank you for listening. And remember that if you want to be part of Becoming a Woman of Character Focus Home Groups, all you have to do is get a hold of us on Facebook, Focus International, or email us at info at focuswomen.org, and you can get the book at Amazon. God bless you, and I'll talk with you next week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.